Welcome to the Harry D Podcast. Hello and welcome back to yet another highly anticipated, that's a lie, episode of the Harry D Podcast. As always, I am Harrison with my, I don't want to say amazing friend because like kind of mid, but my my friend, Mr. DJ. You've just bumped down to the fourth in my friends list and the third in my kill list. I hope you're happy. That, that doesn't mean a lot. You're like maybe seventh in mine, but you know, it's whatever. I'll remember that the next time you're like, yo, you should come over, bro. I'm bored. I don't have anybody to hang out with. That's all right. I'll remember that next time you're like, hey, I got to a car accident. <laughs> Everybody's always bringing up the car accident. Oh, my God. It's because you oh talk about how great of a driver you're <laughs> Bro, I am a great driver. I literally didn't die on something that I should have died in. That's proof. That doesn't mean it, but... Anyways, uh, it's been a little while since we talked about Airsoft, so we thought we should go back to it. It's been like since the start of season one, actually not the start. We gotta go the last time, the last time was when we talked about Sochi Strike in Georgia, which is when DJ had a car accident. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about an experience we had at, and this isn't necessarily a negative experience. We just want to talk about it and like say because we genuinely had fun that day. Um, Outdoor Extreme, Paintball, and Airsoft in, uh, I can't remember the name of the town. I think it's Hatfield, Pennsylvania. We went there, uh, met up with one of the guys we met at Sochi, a guy named Alex, pretty cool guy. Met a few other people there, told them about the podcast, just had a decent time. So, uh, DJ, what, what was something that you enjoyed about Outdoor Extreme? If you had anything you enjoyed about it. Uh, the selection of uh, explosives, like they had a high. For me, I, I like a lot of like value in having a variety of ways to approach a situation. And they have paint grenades, which is when I worked as a manager, and like for a different airsoft company, they had uh, access to EG67s, granolas, you know, the EGAs, all that good stuff, the flashbangs, and they got all of it on hand. Which I very, which I enjoy, you know, not necessarily enjoy, but I, I appreciate them having because it's just a nice, easy time to get into. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool to see the variety and explosives they had. And sadly, we didn't use any of them because we spent all our money on other shit. But it was it was pretty cool to see everything they had. So for next time we go back, we can actually probably stock up a little bit, use a few of them. Yeah, it would be nice. It just doesn't sound like a bad idea. Uh, probably just going to use the flashbangs, some of the point EG67 grenade type things. Screw the crap out of some kids. It's their first open play ever. Well, no, I'd probably just wind up going to, not even going to an event, probably just going and buying a box, like a straight big old box from them. Yeah. I, I personally liked how different varieties of fields they had it wasn't just one thing the entire time they try to change it up a little bit it was genuinely different places that we did i don't think we did the same field twice no not in our time that we were there there was there was a, a couple of hiccups but we did we did wind up doing a variety of uh activities you know yeah. that were 
were there. We did a ride. And we did get some footage of it. Uh, there's questions on if we're going to upload it or not, because like we don't really have a YouTube channel at the moment. So there's not really a way to upload video to Spotify yet. And uh, mm. But we did get footage of it. And my favorite part of the footage, DJ, you're going to hate me. It's when you bust it up in your lip, because I was watching it. And all I heard you go is, <clears throat> and I'm like, yep, that's when it happened. Yeah, I put my gun down, put my... It was not... I was like, that whole day, I was kind of just eating shit, yeah. you know? At one point, I tripped over something, and I threw my gun in a way to it. It wouldn't break the gun, but, like, my face definitely broke my fall. And I was just like, all right, cool. I, cool. I, this is... I was behind a barricade, because we were getting shot at, and I just... I hear you start to trip, and I saw you throw your gun, and I just look, and I'm just like, ha! It was, it was yeah. funny to see, because... How did you even do that? There was a branch and me and Alex were going around and I, I was trying to leave, but didn't work out. So I was just like, oh, great. And I fell on my face. Well, and that's how that happened. Uh, side note, Harrison, that proposal for the thing I was we were looking at, it's marked as pending. Gosh. So, yeah. Oh, you just keep it up. Back to yeah, back to topic. Uh, whenever. Well, I mean that's technically on brand. It was technically on brand, but it was it was slightly off brand. But whenever you busted out the, uh, the PKM and Alex started walking mm-hmm. around with it, that that's when everybody started getting scared and they start calling him Big Ivan. Because there was only two. There was only other, one other guy with a machine gun. And he didn't even use it. Just, yeah. Well, he did. He was, he's a great guy. Really cool dude. When I went back this uh, last time I went, when you uh, weren't able to do shit with us, um, he actually did use his MG. And it was He was on my team, thank God, but it was still kind of slightly terrifying to see him use it because the whole die, motherfucker, die thing, he was doing that. I'm like, God damn, I feel bad for the people on the other side. Well, because he's a legitimate machine gun. Oh, I know. That's, that was that's the part we... We were talking about like core, the core and service, like old core versus new core. Cause you know, I'm still relatively like, a, you know, I, I am new core type deal, even though I had old core leaders, if that makes any sense. Compared to him, you know? you're new core. Oh, most definitely. Like compared to a lot of people on new core. And I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, like it sucks, but I'm kind of glad that I'm in the position that I'm in now because son of a bitch. Because it's a, it's a, it's 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 interesting, you know, interesting enough. It was it was yeah. pretty cool to like actually see uh, see Alex use the PKM because he's talked to me about it and he seems to have expressed like interest about like wanting to do more of that, but he needs to have some decent training with him. Like, dude, don't worry, you'll get it and you'll probably have fun with it. We kind of are in need of like a heavy or a light machine gunner at the moment mm-hmm. and. Uh, just whenever he started strolling around with it, everybody going, oh, shit. And he actually did pretty good for his first time using an LMG and running around with it, uh, laying down fire. He did good for his first time. Eventually, I want to set up stuff where everybody has, like, a designated role. And everybody knows what they're doing. And, you know, everybody's uh, helping out to the best of their abilities with the equipment and the... Um, you know, not necessarily training, but like understanding on how to use the uh, 
their loadout to their best capability, if that makes any sense. The only thing I will say, and this is just a minor nitpick about Outdoor Extreme, is that the whole walking to where you're going to go, and then once you're done walking back, that's a little annoying, but honestly, there's no way around it. That's the, that's the way you can do it. That's the price you pay for having multiple different field types. And it's just a minor nitpick, but honestly, it's one that I'm slightly okay with because I understand the meaning or the, the usage of having to walk to it because you get to use more land, you get more different places, shit like that. And I'll always kind of hold this over Alex's head, but the, the first time I got out the day we were doing stuff, it was because of him. He shot me in the back of the head because he was on the other side of some brush and it... I was behind barricades. There's no way it came from somebody shooting at me from the other side because I was literally looking through the barricade and I just feel something hit me in the back or not the back of the head, the side of my head that was facing towards Alex. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I looked to where it came from and it was that bush. And then when I walked up, I looked over and Alex was there. I'm like, oh, that motherfucker shot me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, throughout that whole day, it was very, uh, they made it very clear. I like the way, so... The way the field is set up, it's broken off into sections. And usually I have a lot of issues with people who use HPA, even though I have like a sniper rifle that uses HPA. And I know, you know, but like, I'm not using the HPA for like, you know, I, I want long, long range precision shots. I want to be able to sit way the fuck back and beam you in the face. Yeah. So I'm not doing it for shit like that. I don't need those like, oh, you didn't call your hit, bro. You didn't call your hit. I had very little issues with um, people not calling their hits other than like one kid. But he was a rental kid and I couldn't be mad because when I busted my face open, I just took out all of my anger on him. So it was it was all right. He kind of deserved it. I remember once you, like once it was over uh you just walked over to me or no we were about to walk back to a staging area and you just walked over i saw your lip was bleeding and i just got this big shit eating grin on my face I'm like dj did you get hit in the face because we we were literally just talking about it. every time we do airsoft you get shot in the face in some fucking regard but it's funny because it was literally the time i took i had just taken off my mask <laughs> And I said that, I was like, I know as soon as I take this shit off, I'm going to get my fucking shit rocked. It's like, lo and fucking behold, bro. Lo and fucking behold. You got shot in the mouth. I mean, it's, it's fine, but... It was, it was pretty cool to, like, kind of have some guys after that just come up to us like, guys, we want to take pictures, but you think you're awesome. I'm like, oh, fucking K, we, we weren't even on your team, but that's cool. And then yeah. the, these younger guys, had a lot. these younger guys just wanted to take pictures with us, like we're somebody important. It was just cool to me. I guess I can understand why. No, we are not role models in the slightest, DJ. You're not, but I'm fantastic. Egotistical. <sighs> but it was. But yeah, it was. It was. It really, was all around a good experience. Yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I will say that, like, as far as, like, them wanting to host, like, big Milsim events, which maybe that's not their priority, maybe that's not their prerogative, uh, it would be a little difficult because of how their fields are, like, broke off. And I think it's, like, also 
they have to cater to two crowds, the Airsoft and the Paintball. So they can't really just host one definitive event. I mean, they had a big sign saying like their events and all that, but like as far as like bigger Milsons go, I don't think it's really possible for them. But like I said, that might that might not be their prerogative. They might not want to do that exclusively. But field variety was very good. Uh, the didn't really have any issues with the refs. I mean, they're all a bunch of younger guys, also. But they're yeah, they were just trying to like you know have a good day, you know, do their do their whole thing. I I honestly I couldn't complain when when it came to any of the refs doing their thing. This is an S two thousand probably but i don't know what you're talking about but yeah the rest were pretty damn cool uh they did their thing there wasn't like there wasn't any time i felt like well they're only being one-sided with shit anything like that yeah no i I didn't like i said i had literally no complaints they like the staff was good they helped me when my gun was my magazines were kind of fucking jammed and that was not a fun time for me but yeah it was a really all in all, a good experience. I would recommend. Would do again, you know? Yeah. Uh, Did do again. Was still fun and all that. Met some other guys there that uh, they invited me to a Discord server of theirs uh, to discuss, like, events going on in that area exclusively. Uh, I told them I'm not from Pennsylvania and I'm not here often, but when I am there, I try to do airsoft. And... Yeah, they were all pretty cool guys. They're 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 a lot more NATO oriented, but I've posted some stuff about like our, our Rust Four kits. <laughs> yeah, don't I fucking know it? They they were all like uh, no, totally different guys. Like, totally different guys. This is from the second oh, time they, I went. This is from the second time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh Jesus Christ. Jesus, you can't really have that on the podcast, man. I can though. They know. They know what they signed up for. They're they're already here. Yeah. It is what it is. Those, those guys from the first time we went, they were pretty damn cool. Younger guys, but it it felt like they wanted to like get more knowledge. I don't want to say more knowledge because we're not very knowledgeable with like just being fucking goofy airsoft guys. But you know, it seemed I mean, like they wanted to be attached to us because they they saw us as like a uniformed group. And I actually have their Instagram. Well, because, I actually well, have their technically, Instagram. you would have more experience than they do. Like, yeah. That is that is very that. true. We, we do have more experience with them. We have a lot more experience than some people that were there. Of course, not the guy that was actually a machine gunner in the Marines, but uh, foot's cramping. But most people that were there, because usually they don't go to like Milsim West, stuff like that. They usually stay at a home field, don't really travel off anywhere to do airsoft anywhere else. But... I guess they saw us, like, we were talking about how we had been to Milson West multiple times, how we've gone to different airsoft fields and done shit like that, and, like, how we have an actual team and all that, and they probably attached to that because they thought they probably thought that was really cool, because I know if I was in their shoes and hear this, these guys that talk about doing the biggest airsoft events in the country and having an actual team and they seem all uniformed and shit, I'd probably be like, damn, I want to talk with them see what they're about, shit like that. Bro, someone... Yeah. No, I understand completely, which is, which is really nice, you know, makes you feel a certain type of way when someone's like, hey, you know, I like what you're doing. Please, you know, like show me what I can be doing to do more stuff like you. It's cool. It's cool to have somebody be like, I think you're pretty cool. I need, uh, 
they need a better understanding of like how it is to work as a uniformed group for airsoft you know and not everybody's going to be down for that you know there's not anything i want to say what's the word um grandiose or beautiful about stuff like that but it's it's when you put the uh, little extra like hey you know this is this this is that it's like all right well this makes me feel just a little bit better that you're taking an interest in something that i thought was very uninterestable and i want to point out that like these guys did not know us in the slightest they didn't know us at all they weren't even on the same team as us, but they like saw what we were doing. They immediately attached to it, and like it made me feel good about what we're doing. And we told them about like, yeah, we actually run a podcast too, and they got all interested for that. I was like, damn, this this shit feels nice because like they're actually interested in doing this, and maybe they saw us as like maybe they think we're a lot more popular than we are because that the podcast is not that popular, but hopefully it takes off soon. And no, I don't know, we're gonna be in a for the rest of our lives yeah we're gonna to, be the, we're gonna be in the lower uh, teens and listeners for at least six more years two two random weirdos just doing their thing and it just so happens that sometimes we talk about interesting shit i will say whenever uh alex first got the pkm and he first used it and I was trying to tell him like, "Hey, make sure you do die, motherfucker, die." He start, he just starts going, "Die, motherfucker, die!" And there's actual like when he took the GoPro and started recording. That's what he said. I'm like, no, 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 dude, that's how long you hold down the triggers. You say that and then let it go. Yeah, but he was he was in the moment. He did pretty good as uh, laying down fire and all that. Yeah, when he got out of his whole like being confused on what to do because i had to at one point you can see it in one of the videos i'm like alex gun here yeah. go shoot i remember there, okay. like right before that you did that slid like right up against the wall and it was really like cinematic i was just like damn and you could probably see <laughs> me in the video like with my eyes wide open <laughs> <laughs> I, I really did just slide there like hey how's it going <laughs> i know i was just like damn that was cool that was pretty cool. And then the, yeah. the second time he uh, was MG, after the initial one, uh, mm-hmm. I told him, like, Alex, put the gun here and fucking shoot that way. And he, without question, immediately did this shit. And that was pretty cool, in my opinion. Well, because he's already worked with you and I specifically, like, for a, like, contact raid. So it makes sense. I know. You it's know? just, it was really cool that, like, he didn't even hesitate about the shit. He just fucking did. Because I know if it was me and it was like I was still relatively new to it, I'd probably be like, what about here? But that's just how I fucking tinker and I'm a fucking idiot for that. But he, he just did it without hesitation. So, you know, shout out to Alex for listening to what I was saying and immediately doing it. Which could yeah, be a bad thing, but you know, it's whatever. Sometimes it's better to just listen to the orders you're given if you don't know what you're necessarily doing. Or even if you do know what you're doing, you can you can work with the people to get everything done. Where is this? And the staff was all really friendly, had no issues with them, even the second time that I interacted with them and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like any time, I think the reps knew that I had been there a couple of weeks prior because immediately as like, I started coming around. They started like acting all friendly with me and shit like that. I'm like, all right, this is cool. They, they, they might know who I am. 
and that's not me being a conceited asshole like I'm fucking famous but like they know that like I was already there that it was a lot of fun that people there liked us so they were like yeah let's let's be nice to this dude means a lot man is Marshall have a boat trailer? <laughs> that is a very random question to ask while we're recording. No, it's 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 not, and I'll explain later. But you might have just did a thing. I have no idea. You'd have to ask him, but that's okay. Uh, DJ, how would uh, based off of all the fields you've been to, where would you yeah. uh, rate this on a scale of one to ten? Ooh, in terms of uh... you can break down the categories and rate them. Uh, by themselves like you can say staff interaction I mean, I'm going to be off. shut up go ahead so in terms of accessibility playability replayability um let's see uh space and user friendly areas of micro terrain that last one is a big 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 one for me so let's 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 break that down what I'm saying is the fields were good. I like the variety of the fields that they had. It was like six or seven fields, but they were all one big field broken up into sections using ropes, uh, nets, and all that other stuff, which was smart and nice. And you could open up some of them to elaborate on making bigger or shorter fields, which is a very good use of your environment and they're surrounded by different things like there's like a church and some field on one side that's not in play and a junkyard on one of the other sides that's not in play but that adds to the all atmospherics of the entire yeah. field itself they didn't have a lot of cqb stuff but what they did have was a lot of like cover and concealment type things yeah. to where you're never at a point where you think you're not going to be engaged closely because as harrison can tell you we ran out of ammo frequently yeah <laughs> well it's not like we're not tooting our own horn saying we were really good we we did get a, a decent amount of kills but i think alex at one point dropped his gun or gave me his gun and just decided to run out and knife people it didn't work hilarious. out but it was still pretty funny so in overall terms of a field that uh, as well as the staff so far uh it would be a solid a 8.5 in my book that's a, Some that's, stuff that's a fair fair assessment yeah because like their chronoing and how that chrono system was not a big fan of that i would prefer if there's a bigger test range where you can just sit and test your guns all day but that's me. There's a field like that here in Chesapeake, but I don't like the atmospheres of that field, so that one gets about a 7-2. But that's because it's like a, a notoriety thing. That's where the Swamp Sniper is, and I just... He's a good guy. Just... I don't have any beef with him. Just... I don't like the whole, like, oh, yes, I go to this field because this YouTuber goes to it. Yeah. Eh. Eh. You know? That, those are my picks. Yeah, I get it. Like, just like how you said, how they could open up the field and all that, that could lead to bigger Milsim event type things where I'm a, say you have like a command post type thing with a, like how it is, uh, not Call of Duty, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, where that could be like a provocative, provocative uh, priority uh, where like you try to, take other fields over to add to your cache and like have your right yeah 
See, the, the, what the, the point with that is, like, I would like eventually to get into stuff like that, but the sad part is, like, you need staffing, and I think a lot of it should be done through cameras, right? Like, yeah, have staff walk around, but, like, have the staff get in on the game once or twice, you know? Like, have them be part of the environment, like how the cadres kind of work, you yeah. know? That way, it's the fluidity of what you're doing, so that at no point in time it gets stale you know you're just yeah the only thing i can the only thing i can see with that it does open up the uh you have to be very trusting in other people and people in airsoft unfortunately like to exploit that trust and be like no you didn't hit me or i wasn't excuse me i wasn't in the kill range so you didn't kill me type thing you know yeah that's that's why when i was like you know in a position of power i always i was very stingent with the way i portrayed the rules and it was never stuff that was up to my interpretation. It was like, yo, this is written. And if I would forget shit all the time, don't anybody who was like there when I was fucking there is like, yeah, DJ would forget shit in the rules all the time. And then people would come up and tell me, and I'm like, okay, well now I gotta say something. And I'm like, hey, it's my bad. I forgot this. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> but you know, like, you can just say you're a bad ref. I wasn't a ref. I was. A, I mean, I guess I was a ref. I was a ref for a little bit, and then I was a manager. But like I was a great I was a great employee. I love that place, man. They they like I had a referral from like the one of the owners and she was super cool. I love her. Shout out to you, Katie. If you ever hear this, you're fine as hell. I mean like you know. It is what it is. I told Katie that though. But anyway, yeah, you know, there's always room for improvement from everybody and anybody. So it's just, what are you willing to like do? What are you willing to learn? What are you willing to like make better for your experience at the field? How can you best serve the player base? Well, we were just talking about referees. So how would you, uh, how would you rate out of 10 the uh, staff interactions? Uh, the staff are very good when it comes to safety. And I, I like that because I like having eyeballs. Yeah. So they their their goggles rules kind of stupid but it also drives marketing sales and the referees don't necessarily know that because they're kids and i think that plays towards their strength they're doing it purely off of safety when it is also off of a profit so after the bag can't can't judge him for it nope i i will never stop somebody's pursuit of the bag so all in all ref staff get a nine out of ten a nine yeah. like you know what nine point five out of ten only yeah. because like there's you know you can't give them a 10 out of 10 because there's always room for growth always room. yeah the only thing that i see is like they're they are younger guys like 15 16 17 so yeah, they're gonna be before, they're gonna be a little know? they're gonna be a little like juvenile with some of their mm-hmm. stuff and i think that's just me being an old man yelling at a cloud but like other than that no issues with them cool people yeah i, I Actually, never felt like, like i was getting disrespected or whatever yeah and it's it's very easy for places to have like some sort of god complex is like you're on my field you're going to listen to me but they weren't like that so i agree with a 9.5 out of 10 they were pretty cool people no issues with them in the slightest how would you rate the uh availability in the store uh six Six. I'm okay. Look, I'm saying availability, <laughs> as in what they have, not yeah, price six. of what they have. What they? Have. Oh my god! Don't get me started on the prices because the prices would be a four. But like availability, I have a very niche stuff. They have no support for AK users, like 
which is really shitty, but the demographic. You know, Look at the demographic. Dem- yeah, d- exactly. Um, and batteries. We went through <laughs> there. I sometimes people don't know certain things, and that that can happen. I had to learn the difference between Deans and Tamiya. One of my guns recently is Deans. So <laughs> <laughs> is that something that you learned there, or was it something you already knew? No, something I already knew from my past experiences, but. You know that was a tobacco and a half but you know it is what it is and and every experience is a learning experience and i like it to be you know that's always the good part so you're still saying six out of ten for availability oh most definitely i would say i would probably say about a 7.5 just because their variety and grenades they had i thought it was i thought it was pretty cool all the different types they had and like how you were excited about it you got me excited about it and then we couldn't buy yeah. shit because of the price of them <laughs> you get over there and it's like ooh ooh you're like ah maybe maybe not so much maybe not so much I, we, we got there I was like yeah I got a little bit of money I could probably spurge a little bit and then I had to buy fucking uh, full seal glasses because of their rules and I was like I don't have a little bit of money anymore yeah, I gotta get my contacts the next time I go out there because I'm not I'm not doing that full seal bullshit again. That is not happening. It has to be full seal no matter what. You just don't have yeah, to. Yeah, but you can at least have glasses. The glasses. Yeah. Yeah, and I st- I, I'm going to keep using the glasses because the glasses were actually good uh, quality. It's oh, not did like you use the glasses this time. I thought you were using goggles. <laughs> no, I use glasses, and um, it wasn't like they kept fogging up or anything. Honestly, I had no fog in them at all. So pretty good quality still not worth the like $30 $35 I paid for them but good quality I would say yeah every, the, the prices on shit was just a little a little 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 too little too high for me you know just 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 a wee a wee bit a wee bit I will say I don't know if this was like something to do with the state of Pennsylvania or if it was just them personally doing it but it's a little weird to me that if you use cash, it's one price, and then if you use a card, it's a little bit more. That kind of annoyed me a little bit. It's it's because they overcharge you because they get a tax fee. Okay, so then it is get, partially 50-50. Yeah, they're using a third-party person. Like they, I think their system they were using was Lightspeed, which is a uh, thing. I'm, it's a retail program that a lot of people use, and it takes a percentage fee out of what they do to keep everything afloat. So. Oh, yeah. fuck that. But yeah, price-wise, definitely like 4 out of 10. That's probably the biggest critique is the price of stuff. It was nice that they had like a canteen where you could buy food and all that. But even then, that yeah, was... Yeah, that was really... Also. That was a really good... Um, I like that. I did like how they had the, the cantina and the, the environment. Everybody was really... It was a good experience. Like I said, the experience overall, 100%. 9.5 out of 10 and I like that our friend Alex you know he may not be a regular there but people still were like excited to see him and then watching him pull up the fucking accordion dude, <laughs> dude goddamn accordion. he did that again and more people got excited about it hell yeah you know that's good that's good and that, uh, it's nice to be something to stand nice. out exactly you know he's a good kid good kid <laughs> yeah we can't sing his praises enough alex is a fucking trooper he's probably gonna listen to this and be like guys why'd you mention me or something you know what like since we're since we're on the hype train of alex let's 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 explain how and why we were so proud of alex let's uh, let's uh, let's let's start of that <laughs> Go ahead, we DJ. were we were at milston west right never and met I, never met him or nate before by the way ever. no and and they just got kind of thrown into our squad 
And our then squad leader, you know, God rest his soul, <laughs> didn't really, you know, uh, he's not dead. He's dead to me. He he didn't like the the fact that we had kids in our squad. Keep in mind, and, they're seventeen. They're not like little fucking. Yeah, they're not. They're not children. They're like they're young adults. You know, like everybody's got to start somewhere. Like I was when I was like nineteen, I was doing this in like real life. But it's like you know, it, it makes sense. You know, Hard like flex, everybody's right? got. Weird flex, but okay, you know. I said hard, not weird, but yeah. Oh, uh, hard flex, hard flex. Yeah, when I was nineteen, I was kicking indoors. Nah, but <laughs> uh, Alex and Nate, super dope kids. Alex or Nate had fucking a bunch of ah ah. I'm thinking about it. I'm getting angry because I'm like, why was his gear like that? But that was a problem that our squad leader had, and I was like, nah, that shit looks dope as fuck. You know, I like it. He had killer on his chest. I was like, yo, say it with your chest, bang it in the east. You know, I was like, hey, go off, man. Like, that's you're, what, you're, that's, you're that's how he stood out. Is everybody just started yeah. calling him killer? And and he was he, he's <laughs> he's relatively um he's he's uh, short. He's short. I was gonna say uh, vertically challenged, <laughs> but. Oh, he's yeah. short. It was Love pretty funny seeing a shorter guy with a big body vest and yeah, he's got like a big helmet. It's like his backpack is bobbing around. He's just walking around like, "Hey guys, yeah. how's it going?" <laughs> so one of my other dudes is carrying the the machine gun, and like he's dying. He's going out. I'm like, "Fuck!" All right, I told the homie his first time doing Milson West also. Which was, he did phenomenal. Like, I have nothing but praise for all of my dies, except for what happened to one of uh, Gabe. That, that crossed the board, everybody was wrong, even myself. And I can admit that. Um, we go out, and we're huffing it, huffing it. And I'm like, you know, giving him the, the, the Marine Corps motivation. So if you know, you know. <laughs> he, 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 was pucking, he, was, he was packing the pounds. He was doing what he was doing. He's beating feet. He's going, he's going. And I see all these other dudes. They're passing us. And they're like, yo, are you guys all right? And we finally get to the push to contact, right? We're, we're at the forefront. And I'm over there doing my stuff with the rest of the dudes on our team. Like, we got dudes with nods. I'm over here throwing grenades in the fucking thing. All you hear is boof, boof, ah, people screaming in the distance. I'm shooting, mowing people down left and right, left and right. And I'm sweeping. And you can see me with the other two dudes, not Nate and um, uh, Alex, Gosh. but with uh fucking noah and i think it was toby or whatever noah and toby and i'm like over there in the corner i'm laying down people i'm getting like grenades over my head the the moral of the story is i come back after that entire movement of contact we then go what was it was this was the same night right we went home to that to the house no probably we went to the we went to the uh the water wet spot and then we moved to the house because prozen moved us the next night shout out to prozen for that yeah goaded dude uh you know the next night we're in the house with this carpet and everybody else is like oh i don't want to you're gonna get sick it's gonna be cold it's not gonna capture heat or whatever dumb it was was beautiful they were giving the most amount of excuses just to not be in there as a squad and i was like dude we have literally power outlets and fucking heat and I mean, we there, have was, there was no power in that house but yeah i thought the power outlets did work either no, way no. we had direct line outside to see if the shit that was going on and the rest of the squad the you know the people that don't necessarily associate with the four of us in there or five of us fuck you angel um Give him too we're much in shit, there man. he was fine 
I'm not letting him live that down. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, so then what really impressed me is was the, this is the start. I'm finally, I know I was trailing off praising them, but this is the start of when it was like, really? Okay. Like, okay. They were hanging out with the rest of us doing all this stuff. You know, I was, I just got into the, out of a car accident. My body was literally broken. I had like a, a fractured wrist, a fractured pinky, I think a fractured thumb too. <laughs> and I, and I, I like, face, yeah. Uh, yeah, bitch, whatever. I had burn. See, I got in an accident. What's your excuse? I got burn marks all over me. Scrapes that was and everything. the accident. I was the accident. I'm like in pain. I'm over there. Like, if you ask Harrison, I was, every time I went to sleep, I was asleep for a fat minute. I was a log. <laughs> Pretty much I'm, we both were because we was doing too much shit. Yeah, I was, oh my God, the fucking night patrols and shit. Jesus whatever but anyway we're we're there you know and we, we we finally take over the house we're in the house we're setting up everything's cool you know we're going over uh training ops and doing all this like admin bullshit next thing i know i i close my fucking eyes i'm asleep angel somehow winds up with my fucking sleeping bag and i'm just like okay cool i guess i'm just gonna be fucking cold then me and Harrison I shared like, with you. I shared with you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm getting to that. Me and you were like nut to butt. <laughs> yeah. I took off my, I had my fucking rifle on. I, I knew as soon as I took off my boots for the night, it was gonna get fucked. And I was like, I, that's why I never take off my boots. And as soon as I did, and I went to sleep. Boom, boom, boom. Ah, ah, they're attacking. They're attacking. Get up. Hey, if you guys wanna, if you guys wanna sleep here tonight, you better start helping. I'm like. It'll go on its own. Uh, if you guys want to start helping, it, uh, it'll go on its own. We, we were we getting go. ready. We were getting yeah. ready to bust out and go fuck yeah. them up. But then they came in the house. We they were like, fuck, we got to stay here. And Alex and Nate were the first line of defense. Alex was fucking out the, out the doorway like, die, bitch. <laughs> like shooting the <laughs> shit out of people. And he was, he was getting kills. But, you know, NATO and their fucking everlasting fucking cheap wisdom, which is... Which makes no sense. Like, if why, like, if why play a game for realism if you're just gonna fucking cheat? Anyway, Alex is laying down fucking hate. Nate's over there in the corner with his fucking helmet all the way on, like tucked in. He was looking. He was over there shooting too, but he was like tucked <laughs> in the corner. And Harrison, fucking Nate dies. Harrison or Alex dies. Uh, Harrison pulls him into the room. Harrison takes over this position to then fucking die. <laughs> because I, I've said this fucking before. On the Sochi episode, <laughs> I said this shit. I know I killed that first NATO fucker the first time I shot, saw him. Because yeah. I literally shot him and then saw the BBs bouncing back and heard them hit his chest. Then he, I fucking tucked back in when they started shooting. I, tuck, I tucked back out, start shooting again. There was no way that fucker didn't get hit. I honestly think I hit him in the fucking head. Because I, I heard the tink and it came back and fucking flew back at me. So then he acts like he's dead. And then I, another one comes into the fucking hallway. I shoot at him again, see the same shit, but then he lights me up. So I'm like, fuck it, I, I'm hit. I, I want to go to bed. I'm hit. And then fuck they throw up. the grenade in the room. Yeah, so back to back to what I was saying. Wait, wait, this, no, this, this shit I didn't get shot by him. I didn't get shot by him. Let no. me rephrase that. I know I shot him. And then I tuck back in the room, they throw a grenade in. And it's at my fucking feet. I'm like, I could pick that up. I was getting to out. that. I was getting to that. Hold on. What up? <laughs> I was telling my perspective. It's my story. It's not your story. It's our story, faggot. I was there too. Anyway, so I'm there and um, 
Yeah, they're sh- they're throwing the grenades. Nate dies because of the grenade that Harrison forementioned. And I am like in the closet, hidden behind a wall. It's like, yeah. all right, if there's if there's no hard cover, then you're dead. But I I was covered by hard cover, so I was fine. Angel, you know, he just sit in the corner. He got he got killed in. by the grenade, DJ. He got killed by the grenade. No, he did not. He was he was within ten feet of the grenade. It that's not how grenades work, and it's not a ten foot; it's a five foot, and it was behind the wall. Way, he came. was still there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He was behind the the thing. He could have done something. It does, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> stop trying to be on his side. I'm not letting that shit go. Anyway, I'm behind the wall. I'm in the closet, like you know, like. So I'm like, hey, sister. But like, <laughs> James okay. Charles closet. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my rifle. I'm ready. I'm fucking, I'm getting it. I checked my ammo. I literally pulled out my mag, put that in. I'm like, I'm sitting there. And Harrison's like laying down on the ground dead. Everybody's like, I, I had to, I had to push Nate to the wall because I'm like, Nate, get out of the fucking <laughs> way. Because like everybody knew it. And like, I, like, they came through and they were like clearing. And I, I dropped one dude and he was like, he whispered. I heard him fucking do it. He like whispered and waved. He's like, there's one, there's one. And like, oh, they came in and I shot the other guy. And in the chest, he fucking took it, looked at himself, got on the wall and was like, oh, you didn't hit me. I was like, what? So they come in and shoot me in the face. I'm mad as fuck. And they clear the room. And it's like, oh, you were dry firing. I was like, no, the fuck. Cause I took my, after they left, I took my rifle and shot the ground and the BB came out. I was screaming. And I didn't hear any dry fire from your gun at all. I was, I was so pissed off because I, I, mean, I would have killed like face. four dudes. But yeah. You got shot in the face. Was it right above the mask or did you not wear your mask? No, it was right above my mask in the same eye hole or same, like right in between them like where that eye hole is like the little slit you know but after that you know alex is all fired up i'm all fired up we're like yo fuck these dudes bro we're mad as shit like one thing i hate at milson west is don't fuck with my sleep just don't do it don't fuck with my sleep because i get really angry and i start plotting so when the fucking pl or not pl who was it the platoon commander you know the, the sir who's an actual sir i don't know if he's in our new server i wish he was because he's a great guy i miss him but um dude was dope as fuck he told me he's like yeah i know you're in the service i know you're a marine i want you to take jake who was the squad leader and the team and go fuck these dudes up he told me specifically he gave jake the mission but as soon as i was geared on ready awake i was like he was like yo take these dudes and fuck them up and i was like say less that's it, it. Me, you jake and will and then alex also tagged along with us because he was on comp <laughs> he just he disappeared because he was on the radio so i was like we're talking we're because like we're down the middle of the road <laughs> We were like radio silent and we're just talking through the comms. Like we're like two or three feet away from each other, but we're talking through our headsets and (laughs) fucking Alex, I guess, is hearing us and I'm getting like the the stuff from him talking and I'm thinking it's Will, but it's actually Alex. (laughs) And I'm calling for the Alex, but not that Alex. So he thought I was talking to him. So I was like, okay, fuck it, whatever. So he comes in and he's, we, 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 we shoot a bunch of people. We see a bunch of people. We we're staging. We we take like what 20, 30 minutes, get set up. We're crawling through this mush. We're making jokes. We're doing everything. It's like a real fucking like a mission in fucking what's it what's that? What's that fucking boog shit, boog shit. You were, yeah, boog shit, you know? Nods down type shit, goons up. And we were we were chilling out there and we set up, we're good. And the next thing we see is Alex like, hey guys, where are you? And he's like in the middle of the fucking road, r- walking around and shit. I don't know if that was after we took contact the first time. 
No, it was, it was before it. It was before. And he's just looking, and I'm like, Alex, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, huh? Get in the, we're in the fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs back. It comes around to find us. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, I thought you guys were over there. I was like, no, dude. Do they see you? Oh, I don't know. They saw him. <laughs> I was like, fuck. They, they were still very hesitant about where we were, and they mm-hmm. they tried to be stealthy about it, but they were still walking down the MSR, mm-hmm. so we saw them the entire time, and like that's whenever you and Will waited, pulled the grenades, and then threw it. No, that was, that was the second time. That was the second time. The first time, they just ran past us, and we just, we shot them, and then fell back, and then did the same setup again, and then... After they came and shot us, because we were falling back and everything, they shot us. Ah, we're all dead. The only person to not die was Harrison, and that's all yep. we needed. That's all. So, that's that's why you go and check bodies. That is why you go and check li- bodies. Their commander literally high, like shook my hand. He was like, "Yo, were you the one who coordinated this attack?" I was like, "Yes." He was like, "They didn't check the bodies." I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "You fucking idiot." He, he even said that he told them to go and check the bodies, but they just yeah. Didn't. I could hear him screaming that. <laughs> And if like, they no took out they literally anyone, if they if they left anyone else alive, because uh, yeah, if they took out anybody else, we would have been fucked. But since they did not take out the medic, that is what got. That this shit was funny. Cause, and the next thing I know, you know, like Alex is to my right, and he's like looking around shooting. Uh, Will, me and Will prep the nades. We drop like so. We drop fucking five, ten dudes each. Then they're like, contact! They're freaking out. We run off to the other side. We're shooting the dudes, the stragglers. We're like, I'm like, break down, break down, break down. Go, 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 go. We were getting, we were getting fucked, man. We were getting <laughs> fucked. They were started coming from all sides. They actually went in the woods this time. Yeah, because their commander was there. That's that's how they got us. The la- the very fir- last squad was like, check the fucking bodies. Check the bodies. Check the fucking bodies. And they go check Alex. I'm like kind of alive at the like a bottom corner, and then I'm about to shoot this one dude, and I got shot in the ass. I was like, that's <laughs> that's great. Alright. I got I got shot in the ass that time too. But yeah, <laughs> we come out, you know, we're shaking hands. They're like, God damn, how many of you guys kill? I think it was I mean, like you guys took out like half a fucking pl- or a platoon plus. I was like, ah! Nerds! But yeah, good kids. That was- yeah, great guys. Uh, Outdoor Extreme, going back to it, is a pretty cool place. I recommend it to anybody that wants to do just a casual open play. Friendly staff. Uh, try to bring your own gear because uh, the rentals are kind of s- not sparse, but... Oh, did you use an HPA rental? No, I didn't use an HPA. I used, I used a uh, electric rental. The AG. HPA rentals are reliable. I, w- I would have done the HPA rental. The AEG one that I used, was it was good but it, it just didn't have the same flavor to it as using like an AK, you know? Yeah, no, I get you, I get you. But uh, uh, I think that's where we're going to call it for today. Yeah, um, a little quick episode, talk about our experience at Outdoor Extreme, recommend it to everyone. Shout out to, shout out to the shout out to the guys that wanted to take pictures with us and start hyping up the, the uh, podcast okay. and all that. It was, it was a good bit of fun for a weekend. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. Yes, we will. I've I've been Harrison from the Harry D podcast. I've been D. If you're wondering why I'm trying to get out of here so fast, because I have to take a giant poop. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at uh, at Harry D Podcast. Uh, submit any topics you want us to talk about, uh, any comments about episodes, stuff like that. 
uh, or try to order merch from there. Send it a message. We'll get it done. That's another uh, thing. Any artists that are willing to uh, do commission work for this, uh, for the, the Airsoft team that the Harry D podcast is a part of, please message us directly on either Instagram or our email handle. Uh, we we are fully willing to work with your commission schedule and like what your what your rates are uh we're looking for very moto-esque military type of thing so if that's your your criteria please let us know thank you thank you 93 everyone got